This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. So glad you've decided to join us on the Adam Ritz Show. My name is Adam Ritz. Jay Baker is joining me on the phone. Jay, what is happening? I am here, Adam, ready for duty. I'm enjoying a beautiful summer afternoon on my outdoor studio deck. It makes it sound so over-the-top, five-star. But basically, it's a suburban deck in the middle of nowhere. But it's good. He's so successful in the world of broadcast, he has an outdoor studio. All it's right. the best. And uh, I wanted to start this week with a, a mention of a, of a camp I've become aware of. This is such a cool place, Jay. It's called Camp Kesem, spelled K-E-S-E-M, K-E-S-E-M, Kesem. And it's a camp for children who are dealing with a parent who has cancer. So, wow. you know, we've all had people in our lives uh, that have dealt with cancer, and the focus is on the uh, you know the health of the cancer patient themselves and their you know spouse and family. But we really stop and don't stop. I should say we don't stop and think about how this is uh, affecting the kids, the little ones who have to uh, yes. deal with the anxiety of a parent having cancer, and then God forbid after the. Uh, the cancer patient maybe loses that battle, then what? I mean, there is so much to deal with there and to unpack. And I became aware of this uh, camp from a colleague of mine whose wife did pass away from cancer about two years ago, and his children uh, go to Camp Kesem every summer. And he had a little fundraiser on his Instagram account to raise money, and, and I want to make clear, he wasn't raising money for his kids to go. He was just raising money for the camp itself. Um, That's nice, yeah. And just some tidbits about this camp. Uh, Today, more than 5 million children are impacted by a parent's cancer in the United States. These children can experience increased anxiety, emotional isolation, loss of social interest, and feelings of hopelessness, uh, among other things. So Camp Kesem is here uh, to work to ensure that every child affected by a parent's cancer is never alone or doesn't feel alone. Uh, In their community, thousands of children facing the challenge of a parent's cancer can escape the sadness and isolation by spending some time at their camp and doing, you know, what what, what you'd exactly think of a a summer camp to be. Um, The difference is their counselors are um, volunteers who keep this fact at the at the tip of their tongue and the front of their forehead uh, that all the kids there are dealing with this anxiety. Uh, they create experiences through the camp to support children through and beyond the parents' cancer across the country. They're reaching more families and families impacted by cancer every year. And here's a little note on their impact. Uh, they welcome children coping with a parent's cancer into a supportive community where they find caring volunteers, exemplary role models, uh, in their college student leaders, and friends that they can relate to. So all the other kids there, you know they're going through the same thing that you're going through. This new environment leads to more positive outcomes for them, including improved self-esteem, enhanced coping skills, increased self-confidence, 
and stronger emotional intelligence. So we wanted to just give Camp Keesum a pat on the back, a mention on the air. Their website is keesum.org. Again, it's K-E-S-E-M, Keesum. The website is keesum.org, and you can learn more about their mission, their success stories, and you can donate as well right there on their website, keesum.org. Yeah, it is amazing when you start to crunch the numbers, as you said, you know, 5 million kids facing the adversity of losing a parent through cancer. That's uh, that's pretty, those are big numbers. It's something too that, you know, I just, uh, my aunt, you know, died of cancer. Uh, I have friends that have passed on from cancer and, uh, you know, I have kids myself, but I just never really thought about uh, the kids. You know, you always just think about the person, the person that passes or their spouse and how hard this must be for the family in general. Uh, you know, all these uh, people that are dealing with cancer, most of them, a lot of them, millions of them have children. And oh, it's, a, yes. it's a hard, if you're the younger they are, the harder it is to absorb it, process it, deal with it. And uh, it's just a, a nice thing that uh, Camp Keesum focuses on this. All the kids there are going through the same problems. Their their student, uh, the college student volunteers, uh, I would imagine most of them have gone through this themselves when they were younger, and can share stories of uh, you know hope and inspiration with these kids. Um, and they're looking for donations. So if you want to help out, keesum.org. Or if you yep. even have kids yourself uh, and you're dealing with uh, some cancer in your family, you might want to check that out before the summer's over. Uh, they have 130 chapters in 44 states across the country. So it's a big thing. It's uh, all over the country. It's not just one spot in the Rocky Mountains. It is all over from coast to coast. Oh, absolutely. Well, Adam, let's pivot to something that uh, – you and I laugh a little bit about the fast food world because, let's face it, if you're busy at work, this might be a spot that you eat lunch at or grab some food on the way home to feed the kiddos. But uh, coming soon to Chipotle, maybe Otto Cotto, a robot that can make up to 25 pounds of avocados into guacamole. Let's face it, if we're going to have technology like robotics, Let's have them do it for something positive. And I can't think of anything more positive than guacamole. I, you know, I can't either. So the, so this robot named Otto <laughs> it's a robot. is going to what create 25 pounds of guacamole? Uh, yeah, per, apparently per you can per you second. Can just well, yeah, per second would be great. Now I'd invite him to any party I'm throwing. Yeah. But apparently you can uh, put in uh, several pounds of avocados and the robot apparently uh turns everything into guacamole so apparently it removes the skin in the pit then drops them into a bowl for a worker and to dispose of and the rest of it turns into guacamole it apparently cuts down guacamole prep time in half the chain is also testing another robot. Of course they are. If you're going to have multiple robots on staff, why not? Why not? This this robot is named Chippy, and yes, it makes tortilla chips. Otto and <laughs> Chippy. Uh, not a, it's not a cop buddy movie. It, it, they're your robots at your local Chipotle. I'm thinking to myself, you invite these two robots to your next party, you're a big hit, you go home happy. I, like, I, I think I would like Chippy better. 
Uh, even though I do enjoy guac, I I, I think you got to have the chips. So Chippy's uh, well, Chippy's you your gotta, man. <laughs> I think you've got to have both robots in operation at both times. Now this is a great way if you are a fan of state fair food, and as you know, uh, a number of municipalities will uh, on their news broadcast you know the sort of preview if you will of the foods that are going to be at your state fair and adam you and i have lived through an era where you know everybody tries to top one another you know deep fried oreo cookies deep fried fudge deep fried this deep fried that Uh i've always said it's a it's an arms race in the deep fried world well there is a company that could actually pay you fifteen thousand dollars to eat your way through state fairs. Okay, I need to know about this because that's one of my favorite things to do every year uh, to hit the state fair. And when I go during its run here where I live, I, I go four or five times during the run. I mean, it's uh, it's an evening out. It's uh, We go have dinner there. Oh, right? I there's know. nothing like the steak tips. Um, the and food an, is just amazing. Uh, there's no it? more romantic dinner on it for date night than steak tips and an elephant ear at the state fair. Absolutely. There's a company, and it's by the Wyndham Hotel chain, called American. So you spell it America without the A, add an I-N-N at the end, and it's a company. It's a basically, if you think about it, a lodging company that's looking for a family to eat their way through three state fairs next month. And it pays $15,000. You know what? I'll pay them $15,000 if I can go eat my way through three state fairs. This is great. Isn't that great? Yeah, you'd go to the Iowa State Fair, the Illinois State Fair, and the Wisconsin State Fair and post your reviews on Instagram and TikTok. And in addition to the pay... They'll get seven free nights of lodging at the American hotels. I love this. So who, I mean, can can listeners uh, apply to win? Can you register to yes, win right absolutely. now? The deadline to apply is July 25th. So you've got some time. What you want to do is put together a written or video application uh, to fairfamily at American.com or on American.com slash fair family. I know those are awkward, uh, if you will, URLs, but uh, I think it's very interesting. I think if you look up Wyndham, uh, you'd probably get all the uh, addresses you need. Oh, for certain. Uh, State Fair, I would Google State Fair Contest $15,000, and you'd find Yes, absolutely. Uh, And if you think about it, they're looking for somebody that's, you know, sort of compelling on video so if you if you are inclined to do this you know you want to put a little energy into it a little personality into it uh get the whole family engaged and i think it would be great because as you said you know you're you everyone loves state fair food imagine going to the state fair and then getting paid to do so i i can't imagine of anything better (laughs) oh i know it's absolutely the best thing on the planet what is your favorite state fair food oh you know i am so sorry i'm an i'm a traditionalist to me the corn dog is absolutely the king of fried foods at the uh, state fair in my book, Don't, and no need I know to some apologize. people. Some people love the foot long uh, corn dog, 
but I prefer the standard standard corn dog. <laughs> the standard Call length. Me. Call me a traditionalist. Yes. I, I think the stang, standard length corn dog actually tastes better than the than the foot long. So no well, need to apologize, Jay. I think hot dog manufacturers put their all into the standard length. That's always been my pet theory. Now, have you had the? Uh, I've always wanted to get this, and I haven't yet. There is a um, a turkey mashed potato parfait. Have you ever seen that thing? Holy it, cow! So I love the name if, already. You think about like an ice cream parfait or a yogurt parfait. Right. You've got layers of ice cream and layers of maybe some sort of fruit, uh, layers of granola, uh, <laughs> layers of layers toppings. Layers of something that's actually good for you. Yeah. Well, these the turkey mashed potato parfait is uh, are layers of mashed potatoes, turkey, and gravy, and it's served oh in goodness. a clear cup. With a with a fork, and so you can just you know you you can eat it on the run. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's the best. Well, uh, as you know, uh, this show originates from the Midwest, and everybody has their state fair favorites. For whatever reason, our state fair seems to be especially heavy with macaroni and cheese items. Have you ever noticed that? It's yeah. like everybody tries to outdo themselves, whether it's lobster mac and cheese or deep fried mac and cheese but we're very cheese centric where we live a lot of mac and cheese i've seen a lot of items too involving um a sweet bread i.e donut french toast waffle with Uh. with a with a protein that wouldn't really (laughs) match if you you know maybe chicken and waffles you know the waffle with the with a piece of fried chicken uh breast in between but uh i'm talking like a donut cheeseburger uh, I've seen pan, you know, like a pancake pork sandwich. <laughs> so you've got a pork. I love just hearing these out loud just makes me laugh so Pancake hard. pork sandwich, you know. I Some of these don't mix for me. You know, you, you can even dip your, your pancake pork sandwich into a little uh, dipping container of maple syrup. Uh, you know, I don't know. I did try the, the donut cheeseburger once. So instead of a bun, it's a donut. A right. glazed, a glazed it's donut. It's a glazed donut. Sure. And it was, I, I'm telling you, Jay, I love donuts and I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> And I was I couldn't finish it. I got halfway through it and it was just these these flavors are not mixing right for me. It didn't make you want to switch over in your house and you threw all the buns out and only got glazed donuts. No, it didn't make sense for me. Uh, but but for you, I love I love hearing about this stuff because it makes me laugh so hard. I mean, these are the foods that any physician that even paid half attention during medical school would tell you to stay as far away from possible. But you and I are like going, let's revel in them for the 14 days that the fair is open. You know, Jay, I would eat that glazed donut cheeseburger (laughs) if Wyndham Hotels paid me $15,000 to do it for seven days in a row. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you have a very, you know, you have a very talented family, so you need to drag your whole family into this and apply to be uh, as part of a Wyndham Hotels promotion, Mr. State Fair. I think this is the new you. Well, it's something uh, I love doing with with my family and my kids. Uh, We'll even drag my parents out there and... Uh, there's a there's a grilled cheese tradition we always have. They're uh, at the at what they call the dairy barn by where all the cows are, and yeah, I just love the state fair. So uh, I'm glad uh, Wyndham is is getting behind it with a with a contest. Okay, so uh, our listeners yeah, can we, Google that have, and win it if you like. 
And you and I have been indeed fortunate. We have a mutual friend whose wife is involved with the American Dairy Association. So she has been a, a, a great guidance towards uh, all things uh, macaroni and cheese, grilled cheese, and milkshakes. Because that's part of the food pyramid. It's not the good part of the pyramid, but it's part of the pyramid. You know, the, the dairy part of it, too, at the State Fair, they always have a an annual flavor milkshake of the year. So I remember last year it was a Dr. Pepper milkshake. Oh, that sounds and, good. Uh, so, but I haven't heard what it's going to be this year. So uh, highly well, encourage you to get involved with your state, your local State Fair. Hopefully you live close enough to the, to the place where they have it. Because I can't think of anything worse than living uh, in, like, Texas and you're five hour you're a five hour drive away from the Texas State Fair. <laughs> I know we got so spoiled. Our state fair is just around the corner. But your point is well taken. There's only one Indiana or not Indiana, but only one state fair per state. And if you had to drive five hours, that's like a cruel trick, isn't it? Yeah, that's right on the cusp of you know, is it worth going? You know, you've got a four hour drive to the state fair. But if you went three hours in the other direction, maybe it's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you I know. know. I'd rather no, maybe go see the Grand Canyon point. than go get a corn dog. Well, let's hope everyone who's listening lives in a small enough state that you can easily drive to your state fair. Here, here. Here's here's a great uh, note uh, for you and your family's health. With all the hot air we've been experiencing this summer. Uh, air conditioning, air conditioners are actually working overtime, but you got to think to yourself, when was the last time you changed or cleaned your filter? Apparently harmful bacteria and pathogens can accumulate in air conditioning units, which is why it's so important to maintain filters during the hot months, because uh, you do think in terms of cold weather, but this is not a bad time to check change or clean your filter that is a great suggestion jay i personally thank you from the bottom of my heart because just yesterday i was walking through the laundry room and there's the furnace and i do have brand new furnace filters that i've good pre-purchased they're leaning up against the wall by the furnace and that doesn't do me any good <laughs> if I don't put no, them in. They, they and, don't work well unless you put them in. The and unit for, for me, Sorry. it's uh, out of sight, out of mind. So I totally forgot. Until you brought that up, I totally forgot that I walked by, looked down at that clean new filter, and said, "Gee, maybe I should uh, change the filter." Uh, and now it's even more so in my brain that when I get home this evening from the studio, I am going to change that filter. Yes, it should be changed monthly, unless you have a lot of pets. And then you should probably do it every 15 to 20 days uh, because your pets do uh, sort of discharge some extra hair and dander. So we want you to stay safe and healthy during these hot weather months. And you know, I'm because we you, want you to get to the state fair and eat as much food as you can. You got to stay stay healthy in your own home so you can get to that uh, glazed donut cheeseburger <laughs> that's waiting for you. I, I'm glad you brought up that you you want to change it monthly. Because I had it in my head as uh, you know, twenty years ago, uh, I thought it was qu- quarterly, or or maybe even sure. maybe even biannually. Like I thought you were supposed to change your filters in your HVAC when you when the time changed. You know, that's when you check the right. batteries in your um, <laughs> you, you check the batteries Every in your birthday. You in your, change, right? Well, I'm not even I'm not kidding, Jay. I thought it was uh, no, you check I the know. batteries in your smoke detector and you ch- and you change your filters in your HVAC. 
Right. Uh, and so I, I would imagine that some people still think that. But you're making it clear that the experts are suggesting for the optimum safety of your of your own health and breathing and yes. the efficiency of your HVAC system, change that filter every month. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. It helps keep you healthy. And as you have noticed, the filters nowadays are pretty efficient and they're not uh, necessarily super expensive. No, they're not bad, really. Uh, and you can buy them in three packs and they're cheaper. Uh, I will be honest, uh, sometimes if, I, if a few months goes by and I forget... Uh, when I pull out the old filter, that sucker's black. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> We're breathing that. I'm like, yeah. ooh, I'm so glad uh, no one's here to see this. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I don't mean to make our show too serious because we have some fun with our various uh, topics. But uh, are you familiar with a gentleman by the name of Rob McElhaney? I am not. He is a gentleman who created the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, I and know the he, show. Yeah, and he is business partners with, uh, oh, and why would it have flown out of my brain at the last minute? Oh, doggone it. Danny uh, DeVito? <laughs> he should be. I, I'm just I'm guessing. Sure he since has a close personal DeVito was on that show, so I was just trying to throw something out. No, he, he's uh, best friends with Ryan Reynolds. Ah, okay. And he and Ryan are very entrepreneurial and have given a lot of money, not only to charity, but have <laughs> put a lot of money in different, uh, different uh, ventures, including uh, the mobile phone business. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, they put several thousand dollars of their money recently into formula one racing they have a partial stake now in a formula one racing team you know i did hear that i heard that i heard that ryan reynolds anyway and his business partner got into formula one racing and i have to apologize to ryan reynolds for mistaking him for danny devito Oh, no problem. Yeah, one's uh, slightly shorter than the other absolutely i mean you can see my mistake they they're almost twins Absolutely. Well, the reason why I bring this up, I, I have uh, been dealing with some uh, neurological problems myself of recent late. And, uh, you know, I've never really gone on any public venue and really even talked about some of the things that I've been going through. But a lot of people are dealing with different neurological issues. Well, Rob McElhaney just revealed that he is dealing with some neuro developmental disorders and learning disabilities he's only 46 years of age and he's not talking about this to elicit sympathy he wants to alert others that hey you may be going through some similar challenges it's okay and we all need to sort of align ourselves to sort of help each other uh and i think it's brilliant that he brought this up um I will tell you, and I know this is a complex topic, I felt like we all went through a lot during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and it all affected us differently. And I am not saying that my neurological problems are associated with the pandemic. I don't believe that they are, but I will say that the things that I'm going through and other people are going through, I think we're exasperated by the pandemic meaning that we were away from other people we were we had certainly a lessened uh physical output uh you know we kind of hunkered down and uh, i think a lot of people have dealt with different issues um so 
you know, not to be too big of a twist, but do you know what I'm getting at? No, I do. And I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, I knew about uh, some of these issues you're going through and, and we haven't talked about it on the air, uh, but I'm glad that uh, Rob's story has uh, somewhat inspired you to, uh, to talk about it too. Yeah, he's basically, if you know a little bit about him, he's been talking about it more. Uh, he said, basically, if you're dealing with uh, some of these issues, he goes, uh, you're not stupid. You're not bad. It may feel that way sometimes, but it's not true. Rob planned to discuss his diagnosis in detail on the Always Sunny podcast, but it has the new podcast from It's Always Sunny and, you know, that has become an insanely popular show, Adam. You and I have always talked about show business phenomena that uh, exists outside the sort of normal network uh, umbrella because guys our age were so used to. There were only three or four or five networks, and you watch those networks, and they produced all the shows. Well, now with all the streaming services and content providers, there's a host of shows out there. So this is an example of a guy who created an amazing show, which, by the way, I hate to say this, I have not seen a single episode. You, you have not? Uh, well, I, I can I tell not. you, it, it, is, uh, it is good. It is good entertainment. My kids got me into it. And in fact, we just watched, uh, they were they were both home over the holiday, the 4th of July holiday, so we watched like three episodes together. And it is some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. Uh, Dan, oh, that's great. So I, I should start watching that. Yeah. Charlie Day is a pretty popular actor. Uh, he's, I can best describe him as a, the short comedian with a terrible voice. Um, <laughs> he was in the movie uh, Horrible Bosses with Jason Sudeikis and Jason Which Bateman. Which is so funny. Anyway, Charlie Day and uh, Danny DeVito, and there's three other actors. I don't know their names, uh, but they're very, the chemistry is unbelievable. They are absolute, these, fi- they're just absolute morons that get through mundane everyday. Uh, it, think of it like, it's kind of like Seinfeld, because there's not really, sometimes there's not really, it's a show about nothing, there's not really a right. purpose. Like the whole 30-minute episode could be about them going to the convenience store to get a, a pack of donuts. That's the whole <laughs> See, I plot. I love stuff like that. And yeah. it's just, they're just morons, and it's hilarious, and Danny DeVito is so funny. <laughs> it is a good show. I highly recommend you check that out, and I uh, I want to learn more now about Rob uh, McAnally. Is that right, McAnally? Yeah, Ma- McAnally is the uh, creator of that show, and uh, like I said, business partners with Ryan Reynolds, and uh, yeah. you know, well thought of in both the show business world as well as the investment world. And uh, he's dealing with some uh, profound issues at the age of forty-six. Yeah, that's tough. That's a young age to be dealing with something like that. So uh, you know, we get, we send our best through the airwaves to Rob and his family. Absolutely. You know, I've always said, Adam, that the best bet. If you are kind of going through life and you say to yourself, hey, I really like tennis or I like swimming or I like to catch uh, baseballs or whatever it is, uh, don't do any of that. Become a professional sports team owner. That's your best bet for riches. I would like to do that. Can you tell me more? How can I do that? Let me tell you more. The NFL, well, let me give you an NFL example. Now, not everybody can be an NFL owner. But uh, in all of American sports, the NFL reigns supreme. They raked in nearly $12 
billion last year. Now, according to Forbes, the league generated $11.9 billion in national revenue. Now, that money is shared equally by all 32 teams. Now, that breaks down to $372 million per team, which is a 7% increase over last year and double the average revenue from a decade ago. Very nice. Okay, I'm part of that success since I watch almost every game. Absolutely. So what you need to do is become an NFL team owner and you'll be sent a check right around $372 million just for being a team owner. I'm in. You've sold this me. Allows you, this allows you to buy as many Jerry Garcia guitars and Ringo drum sets as you would like. No kidding. Maybe a yacht. Maybe there's a yacht <laughs> in your future. Maybe. But ah. isn't that amazing? Uh, and uh, the Sunday ticket package may be moving to YouTube. That was a big uh, contention. As you know, uh, Direct uh, TV for a, the longest time had the Sunday ticket package. And are you familiar with the Sunday ticket package? Uh, yeah, I used to have it years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just absolutely great. Uh, it features a number of things, including uh, a highlight reel that will show you every touchdown from every weekend of the NFL. So, yes. It's amazing how, you know, we turn entertainment-wise mm-hmm. to the NFL. Very interesting, Jay. I uh, I will work on becoming an NFL team owner uh, between <laughs> now and next week. Maybe uh, we'll have an update on next week's show where I can tell you yeah. that I'm uh, the new owner of the new team in San Diego. <laughs> Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And if you'd like to listen to this uh, show again, it's in podcast form right now on our website, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com. 